Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with Marcello Yaya, co-publisher. Lock- <laughs> We're walking through the news for the week. On May 3rd, the lusty month of May, glad it's finally here. Your eye on the front page goes right to this picture by Michael Koff, a line of guard pointing to the traveling wall, the Vietnam Memorial in half size that goes hither and yon about the country with the names of the people who died during the war. Sean Mulcairin has written a stunning piece interviewing a Vietnam veteran, not the cliches you're used to hearing, but looking through layers of how he has come to terms with his experience during the war. The lead story is by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, and she looks closely at legislation both in the Senate and the Assembly that would extend the care, the medical care provided by cannabis. That's also what our editorial is on with a cartoon by Carol Coogan that pretty much says it all. Here are things that marijuana is used to treat, and it is oddly still by the federal government classified as a Schedule I drug with drugs like heroin. And because of it being illegal at the federal level, it is very difficult for researchers to procure the marijuana they need for the research that would make it possible to have it um, a federal you know, an FDA approval, Food and Drug Administration approval, like other drugs. It has for centuries been used for medical treatment, and we're urging passage of this new legislation, which ironically would help with the opioid addiction, according to some studies that have been done, as an alternative to pain management, as well as a way to wean those who are addicted off of those drugs. Our first letter is from Pauline Lawyer, who is a grandmother of a student in the elementary school at Bern who says he was physically shaken um, by a father of another student. And we have a story by H. Rose Schneider on that. Bill Gergen of Gilderland writing about the ethical problems in state government and the dissolution of the Moreland Commission and how nothing much of substance has followed. Alicia Betty, who is a pharmacist who is licensed to dispense medical marijuana with her thoughts from the front lines. And two full, almost two full pages of letters to the editor from people supporting either Randy Bashwinger or the incumbent Burn Knox Westerlo school board member Lillian Sisson Chrysler. They're in a hotly contested race for that seat on the board. We also have uh, a letter from Reverend Holly Cameron at the Presbyterian Church in New Scotland, inviting people to the dinner there, a century-old tradition, as well as um, a letter from Sue Von Hogg, who's on the committee organizing Knox's Pucker Street Fair for this summer and looking early on to sign up vendors as well as volunteers and others that want to be involved in that. Some lovely pictures that were taken by Dan Burns during the 
two-day cleanup, um, both for Voorheesville and New Scotland, and some nice thank you notes from residents who were helped with those springtime projects. We have a letter from David Cromer, who used to write us a lot, and he is urging a no vote in school budgets, feeling that the system is rigged. We have a letter from Dr. Marie Wiles, the superintendent of the Gilderland Schools, urging people to go and vote on May 15th, and also to look at the Gilderland School website for information on the budget to be an informed voter. The old men of the mountain, like the rest of us, are happy to see sun, a blessed event, a little sun. The Caregivers has three new board members who are introduced here by one of the other board members, Regina Dubois. And we have Herb Weinsberg writing because his play that um, Sean Mulcairin wrote about and Michael Koff pictured was a success and was sold out. We have a letter from Christine Carpenter, the president of the Board of Trustees for the Altamont Library, writing about the railway station quilters in Altamont. And these women have now taken up a new project, making quilts for terminally ill patients, children, who are donating their organs. We have a letter from Pat Lightbody, saying there's free legal help for seniors. Knox is having a cleanup. And um, Tim Wiles, the head of the library in Gilderland, is asking people to donate their gently used baseball and softball equipment to a program that gives it to needy kids around the world that are interested in playing that sport. On the news side, we have a story by Sean Mulcairin about the play date, as he calls it, to set up the new playground for which nearly a quarter of a million dollars was raised in Voorheesville. It's been delayed because of state education department approval, running back to problems with plans not being stamped by an engineer. And we also have another story by Sean about um, the village now being in compliance having paid their fines to the Federal Environmental Protection Agency. Rose's story on the Burnox Westerlo student who she spoke to along with his father and grandmother and didn't get return calls from the school principal or superintendent for their side of the story, but has the school's viewpoint from the PR person hired through BOCES. The Open Space Institute has bought another piece of beautiful old farmland with um, just stunning views of the Catskills. It's located here on either side of Cheese Hill Road. It's surrounded by property that was bought two years ago by the Mohawk Hudson Land Conservancy, which is contiguous to the Rensselaerville State Forest, and the hope is that this will one day all be managed by the state. Rose also has a story on the two new appointments to the Youth Council, which became political because the third uh, candidate, Randy Bashwinger, was not appointed, but um, the vote was tied on him, split along party lines, the two Republicans in favor, the two Democrats opposed. He is, of course, the town's highway superintendent and chairs the Republican Party Committee. This is just a really moving story by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, who interviewed in depth Rory Davis, um, who had as a student Anthony Chen, 
Um, the two boys, Anthony and his brother, Eddie, and their two parents were murdered in their home on Western Avenue in Gilderland uh, a number of years ago, and uh, 2014. And the murder has still not been solved, but the teachers at their elementary school, Gilderland Elementary, worked hard with the students who suffered through this as their classmates didn't return to school. Elizabeth also did in-depth issues-based interviews on the four people, Christine Hayes, Seema Rivera, Sean McGuire, and Benjamin Gose, who are running for the school board. Three of them will have full terms. One will have fill out the unfinished term left by Mr. McManus when he stepped down ahead of time. And you can learn a lot about school policy. There's a plea here from Sean Mulcairn, who's been trying to find out about the life of Bruce Decker, a Gilderland doctor who disappeared in Thatcher Park and has not been found. And he would just like to tell his life story. So if you know or knew Bruce Decker, one of his patients, a neighbor, a friend, give Sean a call. Sean also was followed up with a story he did earlier, and we had an editorial, too, on equality between girls and boys sports. And Voorheesville, to its credit, is determined to make sure that Title IX is followed not just in letter but in spirit and to had a forum to find out ways in which um, the playing field could be leveled for girls' sports. This is more from Sean, um, who interviewed this veteran about his Vietnam experiences and tied it in with a look at the traveling wall. The community calendar, as always, has lots going on in our area and just outside of it. Michael Koff captured what we call a banner day for Gilderland, the Hometown Heroes Banners, a program that was really pushed by Ms. Viola Strait, the new head of the Chamber of Commerce, who has a son serving in the military, and it honors current military service members. He's on one of the banners, as well as past veterans, and it was a day of great pomp and circumstance. More on the legislators who are pushing the marijuana bills to expand the availability of that. We have Diane Savino, who um, covers her territory, district, parts of Brooklyn and Staten Island. And we have Donald, Daniel O'Donnell, who um, represents parts of Manhattan. Lots going on at the libraries, as always. And I love this picture that was sent in by Kathy Stemple at the Byrne Library. These kids have their library cards and are ready to take out books, although they can hardly see over the checkout counter. Um, this uh, Sue Halpers, an author, is visiting the Bethlehem Library. Peter Golden, who we interviewed for a podcast on his fascinating new book, will be speaking in Gilderland. And Teresa Broadwell um, and her jazz sextet will be playing at the Gilderland Library. Two people were sentenced for a scheme forging credit cards, and we have many local arrests as well. Uh, we had an um, obituary a while ago on Joan Benson, and her memorial service is coming up. We have an obituary this week on Neil Malcolm, and we talked to his next-door neighbor for 25 years who said he was a great friend and a great neighbor. 
classified ads, two full pages and then some, followed by our legal pages. And we have lots of student news closing out the last semester as we get ready for the new graduates. These are all students who got individual honors or were parts of programs at their colleges or universities. Rose has written about how state funds will repair a section of Route 157 that runs in both in New Scotland and Burn in a little tiny corner of Knox. And Sean Mulcairin has written about a fire that um, was hard to fight over a rushing stream and through mud. No, it's not a home. It was a workshop. So no one was hurt in the house, but a firefighter was hospitalized when Sean checked up midweek, he was back home, and we're happy to hear that. And we close out our back pages always with spectacular sports pictures by Michael Koff. Here, the lacrosse team in Voorheesville had a very, very tight, close, hard-fought game with Schenectady and ended up losing 13-12. to We wish you a good week.